Well, hey there, one and all. This is the Sloppy Pod, the leader in the Unpolished Podcast, coming to you from the 420 SF studio right here in Lakewood, Washington. Whoo, man, oh man, oh man. Is it getting hot out there? No, it's not. Well, not for this area. I mean, it's 83, okay? 83 is not that bad compared to where we were this time last week, which was, what, 92, 93? So, yeah, it's not that bad. Uh, It it pales in comparison uh, east of the Cascades, okay? In Wenatchee, for example, um, it is going to be 103 today. Now, today is Wednesday, what, July 29th, okay? Uh, Tomorrow, (laughs) batten down the hatchets, folks. Uh, For you in in uh, that area, Wenatchee and the whole valley there, 108. Dude, really? 108 for Thursday. 104 for Friday. And then it it chills down to 96 on Saturday. Might need a jacket. <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, uh, no mention of showers any, anywhere, okay? None, period. Uh, so, you know. But, you know, with that being said, there are many types of showers, you know? You have the uh, garden variety type that does just that. You know, they they invigorate the garden, okay? Many people like to, to re- <laughs> many people like to refer to this as rain, but yet again they follow under the umbrella Ella Ella of types of showers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, let's see. You have uh, <laughs> you also have golden showers. Ooh, man, really? Yeah, golden showers. That of which King Tut was really into. Yeah, I know. That's a long way to go for a joke. Uh, yeah. Last but certainly not least, yeah, the annual Perseid meteor shower. Uh, so this coming to you by earthsky.org, it is one of the most beloved... Beloved meteor showers of the year, especially in the uh, northern, oh my god, please, northern hemisphere where the showers uh, peaks on warm summer nights. Uh, No matter where you live worldwide, the 2020 Perseid meteor shower will probably produce the greatest amount, I'm sorry, well, greatest number, I'd scroll down. Uh, greatest number of meteors on the uh, mornings of August 11th, 12th, and 13th. On the peak mornings in 2020, the moon will be uh, at or slightly past, excuse me, slightly past this quarter phase, so moonlight will somewhat mar this year's production. Oh my god. <laughs> but the Perseids tend to be bright. And a good percentage of them should be able to overcome moonlight. Uh, You might also see uh, see up to 40 to 50 meteors per hour at the shower's peak. Wow. You know, every time I've ever ever set my alarm and went out to look, saw nothing. Zilch. 
So, you know, of course, I think I may be, um, not that I, not that I live in the city, good Lord, uh, I just, uh, there's a lot of light around here, anyway, um, I gotta quit rambling, man, (laughs) I guess I am a rambling man, uh, so anyway, uh, let's see here, let's read ahead, shall we? Yeah, I guess I guess that came at just the right time, albeit a little bit late, but that's okay. Okay, so where were we? Um, let's find out here. Let's uh, phase that out, though. Okay, so uh, people tend to focus on the peak mornings and meteor showers, and that's entirely in, uh, oh my god, that's entirely appropriate. But uh, meteors and annual showers, which come from streams of debris left behind by space, oh my god, space comets uh, typically last for weeks and not days. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Let's see, moving ahead here. Anyway, so they, they peak on August 11th, 12th, and 13th. Mark it down on your calendar. Uh, although they're uh, considerably reduced numbers. Uh, let's see, starting. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, we're good. Um, Basically, again, um, I I might remind you, uh, each day of the moon wanes in the morning sky, less moonlight will obtrude uh, on the show. Starting on August 17th, moon-free skies rain all night long. little bit of that goes a long way so anyway (laughs) we're gonna get out of this and we're gonna continue here momentarily we'll be right back welcome back to the 420 ss studio the sloppy pod man all right, so I have uh, from out of nowhere, uh, Bill from Brewster is in the studio. Hey man. Uh, yeah. So he look. He was telling me uh, during the break what he his idea of what a meteor shower is, and I was, I yeah, it was it was not very nice. Okay. Um, it, I fell for it hook, line, and sinker, man. Uh, and so I, <laughs> I wanted him to share it with you because I'm not going to tell you. Okay, so I'm going to let him tell you. Now, for those folks with sensitive ears, I'm warning you now, close them for just a moment while he tells us what his idea of a meteor shower is. Okay, Bill, take it away. Well, I was just telling the man what I thought was a meteor shower, and it's uh, like a, a male version of a baby shower, man. It's all the men giving the man meat. I could be wrong. You, you are definitely wrong, Bill. Wow. Oh, dude. 
Well, folks, all I can tell you, <laughs> all I can tell you is, do not overthink that joke, okay? Uh, and we're moving on. Can I leave, man? Yeah, you can. Uh, you can go. Get out, Bill. Thank you. I really gotta oil that door. Yikes. <laughs> okay, so with him gone. Uh, let's continue on, shall we? Uh, I just noticed this, okay? Now, God is really good at intervening in moments like these, okay? Uh, and I get a message directly from God through alldevotion.com, okay? No, it's not an advertisement. Uh, okay, so it reads like this, okay? Today, Danny... God wants you to know that you can be an encouragement, and I have. Uh, everybody needs encouragement, but it's so easy to forget to take the time to give it. Uh, think of someone specific. Uh, oh, let me let's start over here. Think of someone in your life whom you appreciate today, or someone who has made you smile, and tell them. Okay. Uh, even if it's a stranger, take a moment to let them know you noticed. Uh, and I did that the other day at Safeway. Because Safeway uh, cashiers are probably the friendliest I've ever encountered. Totally different from Walmart. Uh, let's see. So, um, yeah. And also, um, there have been a number of people that have reached out to me. Personally, uh, one comes to mind, uh, uh, Ben Wilburn. Thank you, sir. Uh, but yeah, there have been uh, several that have reached out to me through uh, text or through email or whatever. And I really, really appreciate that. So yeah, thank you so much. Um, so we're going to move on to... Oh, you know what? Something I failed to mention last week was the death of Regis Philbin, okay? Hang on, let me grab a drink here. Yeah, old uh, Regis, may his, uh, may God rest his soul. Um, <clears throat> oh, wow. So Regis passed away last week at the age of 88. Wow. He had a long and prosperous career in television, including sh uh, such shows as Live with Regis and Kathy Lee Gifford, uh, <laughs> which he went on to continue with Kelly Ripa. And yes, she is wonderful. Also, uh, who wants to be a who wants to be a millionaire? And you remember how huge that game got. And I don't know if he walked away like Dave Chappelle walked away. But that show was huge. And yeah, one day we just woke up and they were going into reruns or whatever. Anyway, um, so yeah, who wants to be, blah, blah, blah. Who wants to be a millionaire uh, going all the way back to the Joey Bishop show? Regis Philbin's cause of death has been revealed. It was heart disease, according to Connecticut's chief medical examiner. 
Regis's heart issues uh, are well documented. That is so sad because he spoke to David Letterman. They may mention it. Seven, he had triple bypass and got a rousing reception when he returned to live with Regis and Kelly. Regis, Regis. Finally back up to six weeks. Two years later, he had hip replacement surgery, finding humor on his first show back with a walker. By all accounts, Regis had a happy home life with wife Joy and his three daughters. But he suffered a tragic loss when his son Danny, who was born with a spinal cord defect, died in 2014. As a youngster, Danny had both legs amputated. Regis spoke about his anguish with Deborah in 1995. Danny's uh, situation is, is fine now. Usually it is fine, but it's tenuous. I mean, you never really know uh, when he is not feeling that well. So I've learned to live with it. Regis will be buried at Notre Dame University, his beloved alma mater. He spoke about his passion for the school in 2012. If it hadn't been coming to Notre Dame and, and being a part of the spirit here, I don't know where I'd be right now. Okay, so that comes from Inside Edition. And with that, we will uh, take a break. We'll be right back. Yes, uh, from uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. It is medication time, <clears throat> and which I uh, already took mine. I take medication. How about you? Hey, uh, so I just wanted to add. Uh, you know, I was thinking about Rege and his passing away, uh, and how sad it was. But I'd be remiss if it, if, if I did not mention others who have passed away. Uh, yeah, just, uh, recently, let me grab a drink here, one moment. Oh, I hate this, but I have to, uh, it's only water, folks, only water. Okay, so, uh, most recently, on July 25th, Peter Green, who co my God, co-founded Fleetwood Mac with Mick Fleetwood in 67, confirmed that he died peacefully in his sleep. Uh, he was 73. Uh, and then next, uh, the news came as, as a shock to fans as Kelly Preston's illness had not been revealed publicly. Uh, but on the morning of July 12, 2020, Kelly Preston uh, passed away. A, uh, a passed away from two-year battle uh, from breast cancer. A uh, family uh, family representative told People Magazine. Anyway, uh, let's see here. Let's keep going. On July 12th, a representative for Lisa Marie Presley confirmed the tragic news of her only son, Benjamin Keough. I, I'm not, not sure, you know. The grandson of Elvis Presley and Priscilla had died in Calabasas, California. He was 27. Uh, 
Lisa Marie was entirely heartbroken. Well, yeah, of course. Uh, heartbroken, inconsolable, and beyond devastated. Wow. It was later confirmed that Benjamin, Benjamin died by suicide. Oh, God. It's always, always, always hard to hear. Suicide is not, not the way to go, folks. Uh, let's see here. That's right. Country Music Hall of Famer Charlie Daniels, the man who fused traditional country and southern rock as the founder of Charlie Daniels Band, died of a stroke in Hermitage, uh, Tennessee, on July 6th. He was 83. Uh, Charlie will be uh, perhaps best remembered for his 1979 single, The Devil Went, uh, the Devil Went Down to Georgia, which was uh, uh, number one and sold a million copies and won a Grammy. So, yeah, uh, that's, a, that's an incredible loss. But, you know, he, he lived a full life, it looks like, 83. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you, Charlie, for the music there. Oh, uh, see. Radio veteran turned TV newsman Hugh Downs died on July 1st in his uh, home in Scottsdale, Arizona. He was 99. Wow. They're living older, man. But, you know, I, to be honest with you, I kind of thought Hugh may have gone before the other day. Um,. I, yeah, so I, I, for some reason I had it in my head that he had passed, but I think he just dropped out of sight for, I mean, you know, 99 years old. So anyway, uh, Hugh, who served as Jack Parr's sidekick on The uh, Tonight Show and hosted the game show Concentration, I, wow, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, so uh, famously re uh, hosted The Today Show on NBC in 2020, much of it with Barbara Wawa, uh, Walters, pardon me, uh, on ABC until he retired, oh, okay, until he retired from his home, uh, oh my gosh, from his primetime TV <laughs> news magazine in 1999. Wow. Okay, so anyway, yeah, uh, he, he was one of those, uh, I will, let me, hang on just a sec. Anyway, I apologize. I, I messed up there. Uh, let me see if I can edit it. But um, anyway, he held a Guinness certified record for the most total hours of commercial network uh, television. Okay, uh, and so his his signature for me anyway. Uh, we're in touch, so you be in touch. I recall him bidding adieu after each 2020 broadcast. Okay. I can. Uh, I also recall hearing him early on and thinking he was right up there with uh, with Walter Cronkite and more importantly, Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey, the all-out best in broadcasting, in my opinion. Just my opinion, but man, I love that guy. Prolific entertainer Carl Reiner died of natural causes at his Beverly Hills home on June 29th. He again, well, he was 98, uh, but there again, uh, uh, folks living much, much later in life. 
uh, the stand-up comedian, actor, director, producer, writer, and Broadway star with more more than 400 credits to his name, won 11 Emmys over seven decades, remar- and remarkably worked with comedy geniuses such as Mel Brooks, uh, Steve Martin, uh, and his children include uh, Carl Reiner. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Rob Reiner. Um, yeah. So. Oh man. So so sad. But you know they're they're all living full lives and. Uh, but they are falling like flies, man. God rest all of their souls. Uh, I will continue this. Well, probably not this, but I I will continue after I come back. We'll be right back. Hey, this occurred to me today. Uh, ID. ID, which I had to show to you. There's a strange abbreviation when you think about it. I is short for I. And then D is short for dentification. They could have split that one up a little better, you know? Yeah, that's right. Uh, That is uh, (laughs) the more you know, okay? Uh, The more you know about ID and identification. Uh, Case in point, a case of mistaken identification uh, when I was coming home from Houston one afternoon, and uh, I, you know, I am pulling out of a side road, a kind of a, um, oh, what do you call it, shortcut, if you will, uh, and I was coming on to Highway 95 in Bastrop, Texas, okay, that's where I used to live, um, and uh, basically I saw this DPS trooper drive by me and immediately pulled over. Uh, And I thought, okay, well, I'll just play cool. And I pull, you know, I I make my right, and he pulls in directly behind me. It's like, oh, dude, come on, come on. So I press on, um... And I get down to the federal institution, uh, prison, uh, and basically as I'm coming up over this hill, I see a uh, sheriff's deputy parked in the middle of the road. That's about the time the lights went on behind me. The DPS, oh man, the DPS trooper is pulling me over. For what, I don't know. I can only surmise it was because I was missing a front license plate. That's the only thing I could think of, right? So I pull over for the gentleman, of course. And, I, dude, I'm at gunpoint at this, at this right... I mean, uh, dude, <laughs> I pull over and immediately they, they've got both guns pulled on me. The sheriff's deputy... And the DPS officer behind me, and I'm hearing commands. <laughs> Jesus, I, I I still can't believe I didn't get shot. Um, but so they're yelling commands to 
drop my keys out the window, put my hands out the door, and let myself out slowly and back up to the DPS voice, to, to, the, to the trunk of my car, basically. And so I did so without fail, because that's what you do. I mean, pardon me, I had to get a drink. But that is what you do. Uh, when you're when you're not guilty of anything at all, that's what you do, and it works itself out. Case in point again. So I so I I do what's instructed of me. Uh, they handcuff me, read my blah, 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 read me my rights, and tell me you know ask me where I've been and whatnot you know and I said you know I told them you know. Uh, and I basically told him, look, you've got the wrong dude, you know. And uh, they, you know, they're asking me where. I, anyway, um, so basically I, oh my gosh. I explained to the gentleman, okay. I told him, look, I don't live, I don't lead a very exciting life. I live with my parents. This is way back, okay. I live with my parents and uh, I felt like George Cassanza. I live with my parents and I work at Walmart. What is this all about? And they explained that a a shooting had just happened, uh, fitting my car description and fitting the description of me. Someone out there looking like me driving driving a, a similar car. Uh, they said it was verbatim. It was exactly the kind of car. And I don't remember... I want to say it was a 79 Monte Carlo, I think. Uh, anyway, um, so they they checked it all out, uh, made small talk. Uh, let me get a drink. Made small talk, and basically they uncuffed me uh, and just walked away. They said, well, that that's the wrong guy. Totally forgetting that I'm even a person, okay? Uh, but they just walk back to their cars. No apology. No. No apology whatsoever. That's what burned me up. Of course, I get back to the house uh, with mom and dad waiting for me. Not really, but <laughs> they could care less. <laughs> uh, but I walk in the door and my dad's there and he's like jeez he's like what what's wrong with you and uh i'm dude i'm visibly shaken i am shaking like a leaf and i told the folks all about the story uh yeah enough already okay but it scared the daylights out of me okay so with that being said um i just wanted to pass that along again the more you know about identification welcome back folks to the sloppy pod man <laughs> and 420 at the studio and all that entails uh and what that entails is telling you or let's let you know <clears throat> excuse me wow in lieu of going to headlines and talking about death and riots and just 
all the nastiness going on in the world, the hate and divisiveness and the vitriol, screw that, okay? Let's let's forget about that bullshit. Pardon my language. Um, and let's go with 14 everlasting candies introduced in the 70s. Please follow along. Um, this comes from uh, MeTV.com. Okay. Uh, number one, bottle caps. Anybody remember those? Uh, they, uh, yeah, they were the, uh, they were akin to the nine-year-old sweet tarts, only with the slight fizziness of soda pop. Soda pop. Yeah. But uh, let me tell you, those still are a mainstay with me. I know they're all sugary and everything, but they're really good. The cola and the root beer, forget about it. They are so good. Moving on to number two. Speaking of which, I'll probably have to go pretty soon to take care of that. Oh, I'm sorry, what was I thinking out loud? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, 1973. Uh, Charms Blow Pops. Um, yeah, and that's, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, they're okay. I, I can't, <clears throat> I can't imbibe because my teeth are, uh, rotting out of my head. They really are. I, I've got to see a dentist. I want to be, I want to be a dentist. Anyway. Oh, let's see here. Fun Dip. Remember? Fun dip, that sugar, that powdered sugar, and they just put a, uh, like a stick, a candy stick in there. So whenever you lick the stick, pardon the term, uh, <laughs> so sorry about that. But yeah, it, the, the powder sticks to the stick, right? Yeah. Uh, and that was a diabetic's nightmare. Um, Pop Rocks. <clears throat> now we all remember Pop Rocks. Oh my gosh, huge hit. Um, yeah, and if you if you were to uh, put a mouthful of Pop Rocks in your mouth and drink a little bit of soda with them, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go try that. There's your homework, kids. Uh, York peppermint patty number five. Uh, York Peppermint Patty was, uh, well, we'll get to that in a minute. Everlasting Gobstoppers. No thanks. Uh, they, they were essentially the, uh, jawbreaker, okay? Uh, Jelly Bellies in 1976, still a mainstay. They were, they were good. They still are. Um, the, uh, Buttered Popcorn? <laughs> Come on. Are you kidding? I don't know how they got, they're so on that, on the mark with buttered popcorn. Uh, anyway, um, the ring pop, number seven, uh, I'm sorry, number eight, and that came out in 1976, Reese's Pieces, which didn't really take off right at the, at the get-go. Until 1982, when Eminem's competitor truly took off thanks to a certain extraterrestrial. That's uh, E.T., by the way. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Whatchamacallit, 
Remember that? 1978 uh, is when it came out. And basically, uh, someone at the uh, ad agency uh, handling the Hershey's account, that would be, who was it? Patricia Volk. Volk. Uh, she came up with the name. Uh, and essentially, it just, uh, whatchamacallit, I mean, it's kind of like a IDGAF, what you call it. You know what I mean? So, <sighs> 1979, number 11. Twix. Twix is still a, a good, good candy bar. Um, love that cookie crunch. hey Uh, let's see here. Charleston Chew. Oh, man. Yeah, if, if your teeth are uh, messed up, <laughs> uh, you definitely don't want to get involved. <clears throat> um, number 13, Dynamints. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dentine declared war on Tic Tac with these pocket-sized candies. And let me tell you something. They're, they weren't really mints. Uh, yeah, they they uh, they were too good to be mints. Um, yeah. Laffy Taffy, number 14. Yeah. Okay, so if I can... <laughs> if I can bend your ear just for a moment longer... Uh, go back to Dynamints and look at the little container. Um, the clear plastic uh, see-through container with the little uh, flip top. Uh, kind of like Tic Tacs, same thing. Uh, and I, I, I have to tell you this because this is the only time this story will ever fit in. Okay? So, <laughs> uh, I was uh, maybe four or five years old. We were camping... Uh, at Dead Horse Creek down in Oregon, okay? Yeah, it's, it's hard to find, <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, so, it's it's getting cold, and I'd been out all day uh, chasing grasshoppers and whatever. You know, little kids get into mischief, okay? So, it's getting, getting late. I've got this one grasshopper that I caught. Huge thing, Big grasshopper. Oh, grasshopper. Uh, yeah, he was big. But I stuffed him in this little <laughs> little plastic clear box to keep him safe. <laughs> oh, man. So the story goes like this. Uh, it was getting cold. And, you know, it's going to be below freezing. You know, gotta gotta keep him warm, you know. And so my dad recommends, <laughs> my dad recommends, hey, put him in, uh, put him on one of the rocks next to the fire, and he'll keep warm. And I I did so, and in turn, I <laughs> he fell in. Okay, I don't know exactly how it happened, but he fell in. Knowing Dad, he pro Dad probably you know uh, flipped him in there with the stick or something. Who knows? But my dad says my my dad's response to that is like, "Whoop! Well, now it's really gonna be warm." <laughs> anyway, I just had to share that. Okay. With that, we're gonna go to one last break. Uh, we'll see what else we can get into. We'll be right back. 
Well, hey there, boys and girls. Welcome back to the Sloppy Pod. Okay, so um, we're going to go back to the candy section. We uh, seem to have... (laughs) We seem to have lost a few along the way on that last clip. So I wanted to kind of go back. Okay, can we do that? Of course we can. Okay, so there's a few that were left off this list, okay? One of those is uh, Rocky Road Candy Bar. Okay, anybody remember? Marshmallow, chocolate, and walnut. Ah, so good. Uh, Let me tell you, though. It will tell you (laughs) if you have cavities. Oh, man. It's like almost like putting tinfoil in your mouth with fillings. There's your homework right there. Go Go do that instead of Tide Pods. Okay, so the, another one that was left off, candy cigarettes. Huh? Huh? Remember? Biting off the end? Hey, look, I'm going to eat fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the other one? There's another one. Oh, uh, look, uh, Mr. Goodbar. Uh, I was looking for him earlier and I couldn't find him, but yeah. Uh, Some of you will get that. Some of you, no, not so much. Um, And then there's there's a couple that Jerry Seinfeld put back on the map. Uh, One of those is, uh, let's see, let let me find it. One of those is... Precisely. Gigi Fruit and the other one. The other one, I'm so sorry about that. The other one, uh. Over the balcony, bounced off some respirator thing into the patient. <laughs> into the patient. What do you mean, into the patient? <laughs> into the patient, literally. In the hole. <laughs> into the hole? Yes! <laughs> the hole! I bring you. The Junior Mint. It's a Junior Mint. Yes. So with with that, I I just wanted to cover those because because I can. <laughs> uh, thank you, Seinfeld. Oh man, I love that show, man. Uh, so moving ahead, we're gonna do some uh, news of the weird. Okay. Uh, probably no sound effects, but yeah, you can live with, without, right? All right, so let's do uh, news of the weird, weird, weird. Uh, okay, uh, let me grab a drink real quick. Um, how you guys doing? Good? I really appreciate you hanging out. Okay, um, a naked man. See, stories have always got to be good. Well, yeah, let me rephrase that. (laughs) Anytime you start out a story like this, it's always going to end up uh, funny, maybe? I don't know. Let's find out. A naked man who who allegedly, there's the word again, uh, allegedly chased down a female driver in El Paso, Texas, early Tuesday, died in custody after university police used the stun gun or taser to subdue him. Wow. 
So he was naked. There's got to be a, a reason behind that, right? Um, a woman called 911 about 3... Oh, 3.30 a.m. Wow. Uh, Tuesday, she was driving near the uh, UT campus in El Paso. She said she was uh, on Sun Bowl Drive when a man without any clothing ran after her car in the intersection of North Mesa... Uh, yeah. North Mesa Street. Uh, let's see. Moving on. Uh, the university police uh, responded to the scene. They said the man got combated before they tased him and took him into custody. Unnamed officials told El Paso Times. Oh, I cannot breathe. Uh, let's see. El Paso EMS also were called to the scene. The EMTs found the man unresponsive and had fallen unconscious. Uh, he was transported to the uh, University Medical Center. Blah, blah. Uh, yeah, he passed away. Very unfortunate, very sad. Uh, no, uh, you know, and not that it matters. Um, but there's no uh, no mention of race, so... Probably a good thing, right? Uh, anyway, uh, God bless him for what his problems were. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so that first story was a gimme. The story about the naked man. Okay. Uh, but this is a different sort of news of the weird. Um, I'm going to uh, share the patient information and, and instructions. I guess I can do that. I mean, I'm I'm the patient, but I think I mentioned that you know I'm I'm undergoing uh, uh, oh my gosh bladder cancer um, stuff, and so I'm going to be doing an immunotherapy called BCG. Okay, that's homework. Look into it if you like. Um, immunotherapy, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I want to read some of these instructions. It's pretty hardcore, man. I don't know if I should, though. Okay, I think we're going to stop right there. <laughs> okay, so you know me. I'm always reading ahead. And I read something that kind of scared me. And I'm, yeah. <laughs> I... I can't read you what it is. It just there's some uh, some side effects associated with BCG, and I just did not like what I just read. So with that, we're going to we're going to close this episode <laughs> of the uh, Sloppy Pod, and we will see you on the next go round. Okay, it'll all be good, but next Wednesday, man. I'm, I'm really praying for you, uh, for, I'm praying that you pray for me, okay, so, anyway, with that being said, <laughs> good lord, crash and burn, man, alright, we will, uh, talk to you on the next one, later.